You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the Mutt Men. Mutt at Night. On WEEI. Follow the show on Twitter at Mutt at Night WEEI. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. If you'd like to call in and talk about the Patriots, voice your potential concerns, frustrations, uh, talk us off the wall, the ledge, the Tobin, or wherever you think Andy, myself, and other members of the Patriots, quote, media cartel, Happen to be uh, post posted right now uh, as we get concerned uh, or at least, um, well, show some signs of wear and distress over how Patriots practices have gone thus far. And if you don't believe us, take it from Patriots beat writer extraordinaire for WEI.com, a new member of the Patriots and Foxborough and WEI reporting team. Joining us on the Harbor One hotline right now, our guy at Katie Thompson 5, the one and only Kyrie Thompson. What's up, Kyrie? I've been better, gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I was just gonna I was gonna proverbially open up that can of worms and say, Kyrie, tell me it's worse than we saw, it's what we think it is in full Dennis Green voice, or guys, it's not that bad. Pump the brakes and relax. It's practice before preseason. I'll tell you what, Hart would not have survived because I, I heard him <laughs> talking about it earlier and it was a high school offense, it's really bad. Look, okay. I think in previous practices you could take one or two things that were redeeming factors or like, okay, this play worked, or uh, you could say they got a little bit better today. They converted a third down, even though everything was bad. Today was just bad. It was the worst the offense has looked. It's the worst Mac Jones has looked. I mean, just, it felt like nothing really, I mean, the, the run game, we knew about that. The run game was, you know, hasn't been working. They haven't been able to block it up. The, they were having their, Struggles again with play action blocking where, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just it's not getting blocked up correctly. The defense was sending blitzes at them. They weren't getting picked up or they were picking up one guy and letting somebody else come scot-free off the edge. And Mac Jones just looked uncomfortable. And, and like I said, I, I think he crossed the threshold from frustrated into bad today. So the, the run game in particular, I tried to spin it positive. Is there a chance that we are underrating this defensive front, is there a chance that with Barmore, who we all think is going to be good, and Devon Godchow, who Belichick called one of the best, and Judon, like, is there a chance that this front is better than we think? 
It's possible. Um, at the same time, I, I just I don't know that I've rated them that way. Uh, I think that all in all, the offensive line. I mean, they have plenty of talent. It's not it's not like it's a it's a bad unit when you look at it on paper. Honestly, I think that it's as simple as one side of the ball knows what it's doing and the other one does not, right? And so the, the defense is able to exploit some of these gaps and, and, and stack up these blockers because they're, they're just getting beat to the punch. And you know, line, if the defensive linemen aren't getting it, the linebackers are scraping over. It's just they, they're not – the offensive line just feels like it, it just doesn't quite have a grasp of what it's blocking right now. And David Andrews did not want to talk about it after practice. He was very frustrated. And he was, again, kind of saying, like, look, we're, we're all trying to be as, you know, as good as we can. And, you know, it's a process and all that. But uh, you could tell from the, from the tenor of, of this team right now that, that they know there's just something missing here. and They've got to get it into gear. Uh, but to answer your original question, I don't think that it's all about the, the defensive line being good i think it's the offensive line being bad damn it i tried what a damning indictment it is when Kyrie thompson joining us now on the harbor one hotline from wei.com and the host of the first and foxborough podcast says this comes down to one side of the ball knows what they're doing and the other one doesn't you said that in early august three days before the first preseason game just a month before the first actual game of an nfl season where the Patriots are coming off of a playoff season, a Bill Belichick coach team. Uh, okay, go way back to like the OTAs and the spring practices, Kyrie. And there were some there were some reports uh, that sort of trickled out. They were a tad unconfirmed, but they were sort of reports that there was frustration from the players back then that people didn't know what the heck was going on and they weren't exactly sure what they were doing, that things seemed... Uh, I won't say half-assed, but poorly organized. Now, to hear this three months later, it, it makes you wonder, like, what have they done from then to now to shore up any of those issues, or how could anyone not have gotten out in front of those issues that were now almost led to believe, you know, while not actually journalistically confirmed, seem to be true? It's honestly a bit distressing when, okay, so so obviously from right from the beginning, the very first 11 on 11 period. The first thing that happens is Trent Brown, your best offensive lineman jumps off sides or false starts. And then from then on, you just have run stuff. Uh, Nelson Aguilar incompletion, Mac Jones turfs. It's got nowhere to go. And, and, and I feel like you can, you can feel it out on the field, especially during that segment. I, I think there have been times where it's like, okay, they're grinding it out. But I, I felt like during that segment, the felt the frustration was palpable to the point where you could almost see the thought bubbles going up in front of, you know, ahead of everybody and just be like, what is going on? I saw Mac Jones kneeling on the sideline next to Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar and, and his body language just almost seemed to radiate like what in the world is happening here? I, I just, we we're obviously not in these rooms, right? We don't know what it what is being taught exactly what way it's being taught we can only go off of what we we've seen from play to play but it just feels like today was was a turning point today did feel like a regression it didn't it didn't feel like okay we're just grinding it out and you know it, it's a, it's a process today just felt like this team is now questioning itself on a on a grander level and you know Bill Belichick talked about it before practice the idea that look okay there's a certain 
point where ultimately you will have to make that judgment on this offense, what works, what doesn't. But we're not really into that right now. I, I just feel like that takes on a whole different meaning after what we just watched. Do you think there is the uh, possibility, unfortunate possibility, that that the confidence will become shaken, Mac Jones and some of these offensive players? Because it's one thing to, quote, trust the process, to steal a phrase from another sport, when you trust the coaches, you trust the scheme, you trust the history of the scheme. It's another thing when it's new coaches, curious coaches, new scheme, they don't have a history, and you're struggling for two weeks out of the gates. Isn't it only human nature to start to really have doubts? Well, I mean, Max, Mac Jones's feet were doubting everything he was doing today. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that his, his play today was the most troubling because I think that there were times where he's holding on to the ball, he's holding on, and he chucks it out of bounds, and he's, you could tell the frustration. But today really looked like seeing ghosts where, I mean, he turfed a check down to J.J. Taylor, who was four feet in front of him, just, just kind of lobbed it, and it goes, he was trying to complete the pass, and it just, it just flutters out of his hand. And, and the entire time, he's got, he's got those happy feet, right? Like they're just kind of jumping up and down like he's running in place. I feel like I never used to see that from Mac Jones. And, and I, I feel like in theory, right, the theory of this offense and what they're trying to do makes sense in that, you had a system in place for over 20 years, but the people who were in charge of building that system and making it what it was are gone. And when you have a, a young quarterback like this, it, it makes sense that, okay, maybe you got to start from a lower point here and then you build it back up and then you complicate it and, and, and build on it from there. But right now, the foundation is looking as shaky as Mac Jones's feet were today. And that is, that's rough when you consider that he was known last year for being precisely the opposite of that. So Kyrie, and this is Kyrie Thompson once again, at Katie Thompson 5 from WEI.com, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline. How does it go from, like, not a single person would have told you Mac would have been a concern of Pats fans heading into year two. In fact, as we were just discussing during the previous break, if anything, they would miss the coaching, being in the ear, the guidance, the tutelage, the play calling, the trust, the value, the paternal nature of josh mcdaniels as he groomed and developed mac jones but if you watch his senior season at alabama you saw what he was capable of when they would sort of let him cook or at least uh prepare the groceries or you know open the box and make something last year even making mac and cheese whatever you want to say nobody would have said you know, well i'm concerned about mac jones doing that this year what how like this has to be somebody else's bad, if you will, because I can't believe that Mac Jones, with all the work he put in, with all the throwing sessions, taking care of his body, his his fastidiously dedicated, his almost obsessive nature, would have just completely come unglued in one in one off season. This just seems ludicrous, if not infuriating, to hear. Seeing ghosts? Are you kidding? I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, the, the hope is that this is one practice, right? It's going to be bad. And, and obviously you had your little players only meeting on the field. The wide receivers had an even longer one out there. Um, you know, so they, they know that this has to improve. And, and again, I think that at its core, right, Mac Jones is not a bad football player, right? This was, a, this was a really bad practice for him and a bad practice for the offense. I don't think that this is solely his bad. I mean, yeah, he, he missed throws that he normally you know, doesn't miss today, and he looked out of sorts, but this is a systemic problem right now. The whole offense is trickling into uh, you know, his play. Now, in the last two-minute drill, all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's like 80% speed, but you know, then it seems like 
once you turn the brain off, then he's hitting his receivers. They're winning one-on-one matchups, and it looks smooth, and they're getting down the field. And during seven-on-sevens, when you take the offensive line off the field, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we moved down the field. There's a nice jump ball touchdown to Devontae Parker and Tyquan Thornton. If you want to talk about positives, Tyquan Thornton was really good today, right? So, so let me just sprinkle that in there for you. I think that he has, he's getting better every day, and I think he looks like a guy who might actually do something. But look, this is, this is definitely a situation where Mac Jones, the, the kind of quarterback that he is, he needs time, he needs things around him to be right, and then he can elevate it. And right now, there's nothing for him to elevate, and it's bringing him down. And it's tough to watch. It is tough to watch, but I actually think Mac is the least of their problems. But you said Thornton. I would agree. We we touched on Barmore. Um, if you were to predict what's going to be... Um, I'm trying I, to stay I positive say, here. I'm trying to. I'm yeah, trying to yeah, counter no, program. <laughs> I I really appreciate your effort right here, Hart. Look, I I, w- I would say that the thing that should, in theory, especially on that side of the ball, that should get better quicker is the run game because I think that in the end, that's what these guys do. They run the football, and I would not be surprised to see them sprinkle in a couple more of those old school concepts and be like, you know what, let's get back to what we do and get downhill and and bash these guys, okay? So I think that, especially if they can get that going, I feel like there's, there's a heartbeat element to it. Like, okay, look, we, we got something going here, and now everything can feed off of it. So I don't know. I, I think that that's the thing I'm looking for. And, and, and you know, I just I feel like as an offensive line, as, as run blockers, all of them are too individually talented to consistently, like, be bad right? The entire season. So that's what I'm looking for there. As far as on the defensive side of the ball, I think that, I mean, I said, I kind of downplayed the defensive front, but I mean, Christian Barmore and all those guys, Matthew Judon had himself a would-be sack today. I mean, I think that front seven is probably going to be a little bit less problematic than we thought. So overall, I would say probably the the defensive front is probably going to be the thing that gets good fastest. And then the offensive line, I don't know. I just I feel like there's got to be a turnaround coming because they're too good to be this bad. <laughs> Dante, oh, Dante, where for art thou, Skarnekia? You can read Kyrie Thompson's musings, blogs, columns, updates, and more at Katie Thompson 5 on the Tweet Machine and, of course, at WEI.com. And please throw him a sub to the First in Foxborough podcast, published daily throughout preseason, training camp, the regular season, and so much more. Uh, thanks for reaffirming what we believe to have been true, validating all of the social media we had read, and driving me one step closer to the fridge where I keep the emergency sauce and cigarettes on nights like this. Kyrie Thompson, great job, buddy. Thanks for joining us on the Harbor One Hotline tonight, pal. Peace out, gentlemen. All right, there's Kyrie Thompson on the Harbor One Hotline. Okay, Andy, um, great. <laughs> See, I I feel like I'm carrying my fair share of the positivity weight around here. I'm just saying that uh, Kyrie noticed it. I've mm-hmm. had to carry you a little bit, and uh, and it's not all wrong. But I will say, everything we've seen is alarming, and maybe most alarming is the way it could be wearing on your quarterback, and is certainly wearing on other players. With David Andrews pulling together uh, players only meetings and then cutting his mm-hmm. own press conference short because he just can't talk about what's going on out there. That is, that's pressure. That's alarming. That's starting to build. That's taking it beyond just the reps on the field, and now it's becoming a thing. There you go. That's the, That's it. 
It's all part of the plan. Belichick wants to break him down <laughs> before he builds him back up into the lean, mean, Black playoff, com- play- exactly, playoff competing Super Bowl championship machine. Thank goodness we got a couple minutes so I can grab a beverage, have a quick cry in the shower, and reset for hour number two with Fitzy and Hart, the Six Rings pod guys, coming back up here on Mud at Night on WEEI.